Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Spooky Gals, the podcast where we explore all sorts of real life paranormal and creepy occurrences, from ghost sightings and hauntings, to reported alien and cryptid encounters, myths, folklore, legends and more. Every week we'll cover a different true spooky story. We're your hosts, I'm Katrina. And I'm Jasmine, and we are also joined by Charlie barking in the back. You hear her? Billy. 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 Oh dear. She barks when she eats. I don't know what it is. It's like she takes a nibble and then she goes woof, and then we have to bark back at her, and she wiggles a little tail, and then she eats some more. And it's the cutest. The only thing saving me from utter depression. (laughs) maybe maybe she's doing that to like be like good food and you're like thanks and then she's like very happy to be like look look my food look i'm eating i'm a good girl she is she's such a good girl catty does have two very very cute dogs they're Mm. painfully cute they're very cute painfully painfully cute you should post some pictures of them (laughs) give them a little maybe in a little razzmatazz yeah be cute i will so nice new apartment jasmine yes yes it's looking good looking Mm. cute um i live far away now from from everything which is great (laughs) all the more reason to stay home yeah Um, but yeah no it's been it's been a very very uh tumultuous couple of weeks Mm. um getting here finally with loads of loads of issues with the place but now i am here and we are all good and i no longer need to carry out at anyone I hope. Mm. I hope. There's always there's always more Karen to go around, kids. Just let me know. Mm-hmm. You know. But now hopefully hopefully now we'll be a bit more um I don't know, regular <laughs> with when yes. we post the episodes. <laughs> Again, I feel like it's one of those things where like we realise more than anyone else when and if we slip up <laughs> with posting something. Like, even with my favourite podcast, unless it's something like the Love Island podcast, which comes out every single day, I never notice Yeah. Um, if they need to take a break. So, people have lives, my dear. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. But yes, how have you been? Anything new? No, not really. Um, the usual. Yeah. So, how are you, Jasmine? Um, I've, been, I've been okay. Again, it's been an absolute manic weekend I've done. Too much social, oh. too much social things, too many social things. I don't even know how to speak anymore. Um, and that's why my voice sounds like I've been gargling with glass. So, <laughs> but it's fine. Mm. I feel, I feel like the affectation of three packs of cigarettes will, will, will somehow add to the, um, the tone oh, definitely. of it. Let us pray. Um, well, I'm very, very excited for this. I've been waiting to hear. I mean, we we did record it before, but <laughs> we did. It's sort of a. <laughs> it was it was originally a Patreon uh, episode, and then we got yeah. halfway through when it it got a bit <laughs> it got a bit bit confused in Garbled. there. So um, yeah, suffice it to say, um, my research led me on a wild goose chase. But let's just say some of the dates didn't really add add up very well. Yeah. So. Um, Yes. And of course, of, of course, our resident historian, Katrina, <laughs> noticed this very, very quickly and sent me to re- No, I, it was not my fault. No, it's just, it's such an awesome story. 
and no. and you were just you were like okay I'm, I'll rewrite it and no 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 you didn't ask me to but I was mortified and then I was just like oh it's so amazing that like maybe we should <laughs> I'll give you a couple of weeks and we can do it as a main episode oh, yeah. you are too sweet to me my dear I am just a little bit little bit daft sometimes <laughs> so just before we start, we would just like to thank our newest patron, Bailey Shaver. Yay! Thank you so much, Bailey. It's awesome to to have you on the on the spooky spooky team. Thank you, Bailey. Mm-hmm. You rule. Mm-hmm. We love you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we should also we should really put out um, a trigger warning for this episode because it is literally all just about suicide. Um, yeah. 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 So if you don't feel like you can handle that at the moment, then please, we we don't mind you um skip this episode, go on to a a sort of like more goofy one. Um, yeah, this is not a very the hairy hands of Dartmoor. <laughs> <laughs> the hairy yes. hands of Dartmoor. What else was a fun one? Um, I liked I. I still love the, the Inunaki Village one. That always made me laugh. Village. Just, just because, just because I remember that there was an outtake where we sing, <laughs> Why we sing the village people. <laughs> yeah, but then we didn't include that in the outtakes. We should have because it was so funny. <laughs> oh, hmm. Again, um, but yeah, guys. Uh, apologies for the morose turn for this episode. I um, wanted to try something a little bit on the on the darker side of the mm. spectrum um, today. Uh, if it's not your thing, do skip. And if it is, then enjoy. Thank you very much again for listening. Thank you. But yes, let's get into it. Okay. Let's do this. So Jasmine, okay. what, what amazing thing are we covering today? So today, my children, we shall be covering Gloomy Sunday, otherwise known as the Hungarian Suicide Song. Ooh. Act surprised. Okay, so now um, I actually don't have my sources for this one. So let's just say the internet. (laughs) Google the internet by Jasmine. (laughs) I read the whole thing. Okay. You're not supposed to say your full name, Jasmine. (laughs) Sorry, cut it. (laughs) Oh dear. It's fine. Bleep it out. Say your address as well. (laughs) It will, I mean, if people send me presents, I'll give them my address. <laughs> Please, no. I don't really care. Okay. Okay. Right. Haunted objects were a feature of last year's Halloween episode. But houses, places, dolls, these are all pretty commonplace things to become haunted. But how many haunted songs do you know? And how many people have actually died because of them? Gloomy Sunday is possibly the world's most famous haunted song, and its tragic legend can be traced back to its very inception. Hungarian pianist Resu Sharash composed and published The World is Ending in 1933. Its original Hungarian lyrics differed greatly from the ones we know today. They lamented the horrors of war, and the insurmountable suffering of those caught in the crosshairs. It ended with a small prayer for the betterment of the world. The song saw very modest success at this stage. However, it was poet Laszlo Javor who wrote new lyrics, ones which would long outlive the original. 
Publishers and studios would not touch this new piece, deeming it too dark and upsetting for public consumption. However, it was eventually recorded in Hungarian in 1935 and translated to English the following year, and thus, Gloomy Sunday was born. Billie Holiday propelled the song to fame in the Western Hemisphere when she released her own rendition in 1941. Her slow, melancholic cadence held its audience captive, drawing out the spooky soul of the song in a way which seemed to, shall we say, resonate with listeners. These new lyrics tell of a person who, upon losing their lover, wishes to die themselves in order to be reunited in death. It wasn't long before a mysterious chain of sudden, unexplained deaths became linked to Gloomy Sunday. The superstitions mounted, and it became known as the Hungarian Suicide Song. Lovely, lovely name, isn't it? Really, really it great. I'm sure he was very, very proud. Very, yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Lovely. Now... Hungary boasts an unfortunately higher-than-average suicide rate as it is, but a common mid-century thread connecting many of them to suicides abroad was Gloomy Sunday. There have been over 100 suicide cases directly linked to this song, by the way. Um, And I got that statistic from Wikipedia, so you know it's true. (laughs) Okay. Instances of these suicides include a man who, after hearing a band play the song at a pub in Berlin, complained to family and friends of an unquenchable sadness and felt maddened by a song he simply could not get out of his head. Later that week, he was found dead at his apartment with a self-inflicted bullet wound to his temple. Another report states that a young girl was found hanged in her bedroom. The sheet music for Gloomy Sunday open on her music stand nearby. The curse continued to strike in America. A week after publication, a shop assistant was found hanged in her workplace. Two days later in New York, a secretary of a big agency gassed herself to death in her flat and left a suicide note stating her wish that Gloomy Sunday would be played at her funeral. Soon after, also in New York, two suicides took place in which the victims jumped out of skyscrapers' windows and close connection to the song was found by the police. That one's a little bit less believable because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like... Okay, speaking as someone who lives in a city with loads of skyscrapers, people do it all the time. They do it all all the time. Very sad. But yeah. Journalists began to observe similar incidents in Europe. One very famous case was of a woman in London. She was playing Gloomy Sunday loudly on a gramophone when an irritated neighbour came to knock on her door. When there was no answer, the neighbour became concerned. The door was later knocked down by the fire department and the lady tenant was found dead. 35 years after publishing The World Is Ending, plagued by the cursed song's inimitable success and allegedly following numerous other attempts, Sharash himself committed suicide in Budapest, Hungary. He survived a jump from his apartment window, but 
upon being admitted to hospital, took a wire and garroted himself then and there. Jesus. He died of asphyxiation. Yeah, that's not, not a nice way to go. The urban legend surrounding Gloomy Sunday was so prevalent and widespread that the BBC had to ban it from air for fear of listeners suddenly falling victim to its siren song. To mitigate the press frenzy and social upheaval sweeping the globe, an additional ending stanza was commissioned and later was penned by two British writers. This new final verse proclaimed, Dreaming. I was only dreaming. I wake and find you asleep in my arms. And yeah, it does sound like a bit like um, a year 10's GCSE English language coursework. (laughs) You can understand that it was very, very poorly received by everybody. So yeah, it was never really accepted as the true ending of Mm. the song, but it allowed them to play it on the radio again. But yeah, I think actually um, they only took the ban off it, like, off the original one in the 80s or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Or was it maybe later than that? Again, me and dates, don't (laughs) trust me. You'll notice there are very few in here now Mm. because I cannot guarantee that I'll not fuck them up. Okay. The song has been covered and reworked by many modern contemporary singers, such as Emily Autumn, Sarah McLaughlin, and Bjork, to name a few. Though listening to it is no longer considered an instant death sentence, there is something to be said about its mysterious implication in so many suicides over the years. Is there an element of truth in the superstitious urban legends? Is it overtly haunted, imbued with the despair of its original composition? Or is it simply a song, albeit one that is able to touch a deep, dark place in the minds of those already pushed to the brink. Ta-da! Very spooky. Yes. I love spooky songs. I was trying to find another one. I think I told you last time. I did find... And this is somehow even scarier, because I was going to actually... The original title of the document was Haunted Songs. I have proof. because I did find and I made a note of another song which had a similar kind of urban legend um, surrounding it but I could never find it again after finding it the first time and it was called (laughs) like Night of Nights or Mm. Nights of Night and it was a Cantonese opera song I believe and I cannot find it anywhere (laughs) at all it seems to have vanished from the internet which which is even scarier to me (laughs) <laughs> maybe we just so, need to do an episode of all that granted it would be a very well, short episode it would just be a mysterious Boom, that was, yeah, experience but that's all i know about it yeah i remember reading no i from what i from vaguely what i remember because it was a while ago because i actually had had this idea for this episode written up for a while because i haven't seen a podcast about gloomy sunday mm. before um i i remember that it was something to do with how the original person who sang the song killed herself or something. And then it was a bit like the grudge, you know, like a vengeful spirit kind of became attached to the song. And then if you listen to it, then she would kind of be transferred over to you. Cool. It was really, I know it's so cool, but I can't (laughs) find it anywhere. (laughs) 
If any of you know what I'm talking about, please back me up on this because <laughs> I feel I feel like I Crazy. made it up, but I yeah. definitely didn't because I wrote it in my phone like Night of Nights and then I drew a big arrow next to it like find mm. this one. The studios. Very mysterious. <sighs> but yeah. Do you know of any other haunted songs or um, specific kind of? I mean, I do think there's something special about Gloomy Sunday and just how... Whether or not it's haunted, it's very haunting. Mm. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I can't really think of of many songs that are, have a similar sort of that that weird vibe to them. But then now, in our generation, the old sort of crackling vinyl, you know, twenties, thirties, even forties songs can sound really creepy. Mm. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Like. My flatmate in uni, he used to love Vera Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> and he used to listen to We'll Meet Again, yeah. which I know was meant to be like a morale-building song mm -hmm. in the war, but, I mean, it was to me it was a very, very depressing song. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's true. Very um. depressing song. But he was like, oh, no, it was to give the soldiers hope. And I was like, how? If I had that, I'd absolutely jump in front of a German's gun, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all sort of lamenting and... Um, Yearning. Yeah. So I can see how it it can can spark hopelessness as opposed to the opposite of what it's actually trying to do. Yeah. I also think there's something about the lyrics which which make it also not sound like a bad thing like you know it makes it sound like something kind of gentle and sweet and again and i think that's kind of what makes it more scary to me is how it's not coming across yeah yeah it doesn't come across as a song which is like you know necessarily glorifying death but rather the relief this person would feel just being yeah. back with their lover in the same plane yeah whether that be alive or dead and just wanting to take that step to be with them so i think it's a really beautiful song yeah it is but if you i can see how if you're in a in a bad mental place how that mm. just just that yeah. hopefulness of being able to see someone again even if it is through death mm. is um yeah It's very goth is what it is. I'm amazed <laughs> that The Cure didn't do a Even, cover of it. Yeah. In fact, they might have. It sounds like a song they would do. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I was going to say, um, I was going to say, what's it? Um, thank you to uh, a lot of you have been talking to me on Twitter and it's been very nice getting to know some of you. So if you ever fancy having a chat about your favorite movie or arguing with me about house of wax because i will defend it to the death then please um please go say hi to me uh so Yay. i run the twitter page and catty runs the instagram page yeah. she is um fabulous and has gotten that page so many wonderful posts and wonderful people following it there yeah. so you can go join them at is it spooky girls podcast yes the instagram is spooky girls podcast the twitter is spooky girls pod yes because i am lazy and only put pod mm. so but yes thank you guys again um it does mean a lot to us to hear from you so um don't be shy please mm -hmm. get in touch please do we don't bite very hard <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you want if i feel to. like it if i'm hungry then i might
Thank you so much, Jasmine. Awesome story, as always. Thank you, um, Katya. I love you very much. And thank you all so much for listening. And we hope to have you back for next week's episode. Which will definitely be next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get in touch for any reason, just to say hello or to send us a story of your own true paranormal or spooky experience, please email us at spookygalspodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Twitter at spookygalspod and on Instagram at spookygalspodcast. If you want to support us further, then you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash spookygals and from as little as $2 a month, you gain access to bonus episodes and other awesome content that we have planned for the future. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you all next time. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bleh. Lovely. <laughs>